Lukutei Sicha is Chelek Tezayin, Parshas Boi Sicha Aleph. We're learning the Sicha Leilu Nishmas Rav Yosef Binyamin Ben Rav Menashe Kaltman. The first mitzvah given to our nation was the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChidosh, sanctification of the new moon. Hashem gave Moshe Rabbeinu the rules for lunar calculations and the traditions for its very intricate laws, guiding him how to establish leap years and determine months. In the beginning of the Rambam's Hilchas Kiddush HaChidosh, the laws for sanctification of the month, the Rambam writes, The months of the year are lunar months, as the Torah tells us in Bamidbar, in chapter Chofches 28, verse 14, in Parshas Pinchas, when Hashem instructs Moshe regarding the karbonis, the sacrifices, offered in the Mishkan, in the tabernacle, and the Mikdash, the temple, at designated times. The burnt offerings of the month should be brought when the month is renewed. Vinemar, the Rambam continues, and it says, in Shmois, in Parakut Beis, chapter 12, Posuk Beis, verse 2, when yet in Egypt, had Hashem gave Moshe this first mitzvah and said, this month will be for you the first of the months. Regarding this posuk, the sages commented, Hashem showed Moshe in a prophetic vision an image of the moon and told him, when you see the moon like this, sanctify it. The Rambam continues, Vehashonim and the years, Sha'anumachashvin, Him Shnei Hachama. We compute as solar years, as it says in Dvorim, chapter Tezayin 16, Posuk Aleph, verse 1, Shmer es Chedesh Ha'oviv. Observe or guard the month of spring, Vaasisa Pesach Lahashem, and offer a Pesach sacrifice to God. For it was in the month of spring, Aviv, that Hashem took you out of Egypt at night. The moon's revolution or orbit around Earth, making up a complete lunar month, is about 29 and a half days long. And a solar year, otherwise called a year of seasons, is comprised of 365 and a quarter days. And it's the length of time that the sun takes to return to its original position in the cycle of seasons, from spring to spring, or summer to summer. The Rambam is teaching us two laws here. One is that the months of the year must be calculated by the rotation of the moon. In other words, a month is not a twelfth of a solar year, as is commonly calculated by most nations who divide the year in twelve portions based on the movement of the sun. And the second thing the Rambam is teaching us, that as Pesach must fall in the springtime, with a season set according to the solar system, making a solar year about 11 days longer than a lunar year, and we as Jews calculate a year according to the movement of the sun, therefore, the Basin sets a leap year every two to three years. So the Pesach will always be celebrated in the spring as the Torah instructs us. In further chapters, the Rambam continues and says that the calculation used today 
is like that set by Rabbi Hillel Hanossi, set up so that every 19 years, the lunar and the solar calendars pretty much match up. And every 19 years, there remains only a solar year overlap of an hour and 485 halakim, that's about 26 minutes. The Pirush, a primary commentary of unknown origin on Rambam, asks the obvious question of what happens when all those accumulated overlap hours that occur at the end of a 19-year cycle add up, and suddenly Pesach is an ER and not a Nisan. And his response is, which means Mashiach will come and let us know what to do then. In fact, that won't come to pass. That overlap of all these 19-year cycles resulting in an ER will not come to pass within and up to the end of the 6,000th year of creation. Until the year 6,000, the spring will begin sometime in Nisan. Yet we need to understand the following. The halacha that the Rambam teaches, Shmeres Chedesh HaOviv, the spring season or month must be observed or guarded, isn't so that the month of Nisan will be anticipated in the springtime, but rather that Pesach is celebrated in the springtime. The Rambam determines that when the Beistin would calculate the year ahead and would find that spring would only begin on the 16th of Nisan, after Pesach begins, they would set a leap year, so that Pesach would begin in the spring, which tells us that this accumulated overlap of one hour and 26 minutes that will ultimately cause spring to begin after the first day of Pesach on the 16th of the month, not in year, but also not before Pesach begins, actually occurs and did occur many times in the era of the Rambam and preceding his time. So how did they work that out with the requirement that Pesach begin in the springtime? It would seem that we can solve this by looking at what the Rambam says a little further on in Parakhtes in chapter 9 of the laws of Kiddush HaChidush, the laws of sanctification of the moon. The Rambam says that this remaining overlap of one hour and 485 halakim every 19 years happens only according to the calculations of Shmuel. This calculation is referred to as Tkufas Shmuel. However, according to Tkufas Rav Ada, the calculation of Rav Ada, which sets the solar year as a total of 365 days and less than a quarter day, which results in no overlap in the 19-year cycle between the lunar and solar years. According to this calculation, which is how the halacha, the law, is determined as it is, as the Rambam says, who emes yoiser meharishain, it's more accurate, as is indicated by a great number of the rishainim. And in that case, with the calculation of Rav Ada, Pesach is always celebrated in the spring. What remains difficult, however, is that the reason we align the lunar and solar year is so that we fulfill the mitzvah of Shmer Es Chaydesh HaOviv, observe the month of spring, so that Pesach is always celebrated in spring. According to Shmuel's calculation, there is a remaining overlap, and according to his calculation, that overlap, after 19 years, 
will cause and result in Pesach occurring when it's, a, when it's no longer spring. How does the Rambam then say that the reason we calculate according to this structure, if as the Rambam continues and says, all that remains is an overlap of this one hour and 485 halakim, but that calculation of alignment doesn't work for the law of Shmeres Chaydesh HaAviv, ensuring that Pesach is in the spring. Perhaps the answer to this is, as the Rambam himself says at the beginning of Hilchas Kiddush HaChidosh, that the years we follow are solar years, and brings the source from Torah, Shmeres Chidosh HaAviv, thus telling us that the Torah is telling us guard the calculation of spring, not only so Pesach is celebrated in the spring, but so that it is celebrating, celebrated at the precise same period each solar year. The din, the law of Shmer es Chedesh HaAviv, in regards to years, it is sufficient that Nisan is in the springtime, even a portion of Nisan. Accordingly, if spring occurs even at the end of the month, that would be okay. Which tells us that also according to Tkufa Shmuel, with the calculation of this remaining small overlap, aligning the years ensures that the law of guarding the calculation of spring as it's relevant to a solar year cycle will be upheld because spring will never begin after Nisan in this calculation. This helps us understand the Rambam's words in the sixth chapter of Hilchus Kiddush HaChidosh when he tells us that the established calendar that we use is structured in 19-year cycles, including seven leap years and 12 ordinary years. This is called a machzor, with a remaining overlap of one hour and 485 halakim at the completion of this 19-year cycle. Why was this structure chosen? Because it allows for the years to be, as the halacha mandates, solar years with only a one hour and a few minutes overlap. What remains to be understood is that ultimately to fulfill the mitzvah of Shmar as Chaydesh HaAviv, observe the month of spring, it's Pesach that we must observe in spring. So we need to use the correct calculation of Rav Ada where there is no remaining overlap. Why then does the Rambam find it necessary to tell us that for purposes of a solar year, Tkufas Shmuel also upholds the solar cycle? If the Rambam told, Rambam told us it's not the most accurate calculation. What we understand from the fact that the Rambam does bring the Tkufas Shmuel is that it is that Tkufas Shmuel is more than an opinion. It is also upheld as a halachic ruling. It too is true and correct. In fact, the very words of the Rambam in describing the halachic opinion of Rab Ada are that this calculation is more true. In other words, the calculation of Shmuel too is true. As well, there are several laws regarding solar calculation where only Tkufas Shmuel is the calculation used to determine halacha. An example of this is Birchas 
every 28 years, a blessing is made on the sun when it returns to the precise point it was at at creation. This set time on a Tuesday night as it progresses to Wednesday for that blessing is calculated according to Tkufas Shmuel and not Tkufas Rav Ada. This is true too for the time set to pray for rain and also for the calculation regarding when one should refrain from drinking the water stored in one's home as the spring season begins. Going by Tkufas Shmuel for the calculation of the years will be understood by clarifying yet another puzzling idea in Kiddush HaChidosh. The Rambam teaches when a Beistin who is setting the new month errs in the date in an unintentional error or when led astray by false witnesses or they were forced to declare the new month, it remains sanctified and we are required to calculate and celebrate the Yomim Tevim, the festivals, based on that calculation of the new month. Why is that? Sanctifying the new moon is about the Mailud, the birth of that new moon. So how can we excuse me, so how can this day that wasn't actually Rishchidosh become Rishchidosh because the Basin sanctified the moon on that day? The Rambam addresses this and says, because the same one who gave us the mitzvah to bless the new month also told us to depend on the leadership of our sages on the Basin. But how does this day become the day from which we calculate the festival days? This day became Rosh in error. In other words, we're really calculating Rosh from a day that actually isn't. We can explain this by understanding that the sun and moon, as they function in this world, evolve from the spiritual energy of sun and moon in higher worlds. So the day that is established as the day of the birth of the new moon is actually determined by the spiritual rebirth of the moon. Here in this world, we observe the birth of the physical moon and establish the Mailud. But if the Bastin, for any one of those mentioned reasons, determines the Mailud on another day, incorrectly in other words, we are instructed in Halacha, Lismeichalehem, to depend on them, which actually means whichever day they determine the Mailud is actually the day the spiritual moon has been birthed. The discrepancy in the date of the actual physical Mailud and that true day of the Mailud in spiritual realms is a result of a lack in our world, either in our divine service or other such reasons. This would be true too of the time when we calculate seasons and when we bless the sun, the time of Birchas Achama. The laws of blessing the sun, Birchas Achama and Torah, are fundamentally bound up with the spiritual experience of the sun cycle in higher worlds. Hence, the accepted calculations of Tkufas Shmuel, even though practically the calculation would seem to be according to Tkufas Rav Ada, the halacha determines that every 28 years, this is the specific established time for Birchas Achama, which tells us clearly 
that this is a calculation of higher worlds. And therefore, this is when we perform the mitzvah of Birchas HaChama, even though it may be that here in this world, it would calculate differently. Having explained all of this, we still require an explanation of what we understand as fundamental to Torah in general, and halacha, Jewish law in particular. Ein mikra midei no verse in Torah, may be explained in a way that nullifies or contradicts the plain meaning of the text, and the halacha has to be observed as is taught, again, the plain meaning of the halacha, even though everything in the world occurs because of its spiritual root on high, is a fundamental teaching, which makes what we just explained hard to understand. How can you make the blessing, who performed the work of creation, this bracha on seeing the sun at a certain point in the sky, if the sun's revolution and return to its point of origin and creation is occurring only in a spiritual realm and isn't being experienced here on earth. Even while regarding Kiddush HaChodesh, sanctification of the new month isn't dependent on the rebirth of the moon below in this world, nevertheless there's a difference between Rish Chodesh and the full revolution of the sun. Though Rosh Chodesh is a day that depends on the rebirth of the physical moon, the essence of the day, we could say the holiness attached to this day, the karbonus, the sacrifices brought on this day, aren't because it's evident in this world. This is made holy by the Bastin, by a transcend or by a transcendent holiness, which is easier to understand as a day on which there is rebirth in upper realms, and thus becomes the day we bless the moon here in this lower world. But the solar cycle revolution and return to its point of origin in creation is a product of this world, and making the bracha on that is an event of our world. So how do we perform this based on the sun's revolution in a spiritual world? That question expanded is how can you make a bracha on a sun you cannot see when the mitzvah is to see the sun in its revolution? This is resolved by understanding that the calculations of the sun's revolution or rotation is not based on a cycle post-creation, but rather on a cycle that predates creation. What predates the creative work of God, of Masa Bracious? The revolution of, rather, the resolution of the disagreement between Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer, where the, the world was created in Nisan or Tishrei, is that both their opinions are correct. Nisan was when the creation of the world became a thought in God's mind, and Tishrei was when creation actually occurred. So in calculating seasons, we reckon according to Rav Yeshua, deeming Nisan the month of creation. So the first Nisan is Shnas Toihu, the world prior to creation, six months before Tishrei 
of actual creation, when Hashem thought about creation. So Birchas HaChama, the blessing on the sun, is calculated at a spiritual season count, even though physical creation took place later. This is also the case with other calculations related to seasons, which are established by the calculation of Shmuel, a calculation which, while not completely accurate in this world, is the appropriate calculation for spiritual worlds. Because the calculation begins with God's thought at the time of the season of Toihu, before actual creation, and thus doesn't require a physical manifestation of that experience. Beyond that, we understand that this incorporeal time has spiritual influence on the physical sun below. Therefore, a blessing can be made on seeing the physical sun in its physical reality and placement. Accordingly to all this, the question arises regarding the commandment in the Torah that Pesach occur specifically in the spring, an occurrence possible only according to Tkufas Rav Ada, who calcul- whose calculations are about the seasons as they occur on earth in this lower domain, as opposed to a calculation that is heaven-based, one of Shmuel. The answer to this is the discrepancy in these two calculations, the one of higher worlds and that of low, a lower physical world, comes about because of a lack below, because of the world's inability at the time to receive the energetic spiritual flow from above. This is in regards to the reality of existence, but Pesach, which is a reality of Torah, is indeed set to be celebrated always in the spring, when both the supernal season and the earthly season are aligned. But practical worldly events, like the time of blessing the sun, are not aligned with the spiritual worlds and the calculation of Shmuel. With this, we return to the words of the Rambam, that we depend on this calculation regarding, excuse me, and the question regarding why we need the calculation of Tkufas Shmuel when we have the calculation of Tkufas Rav Ada, whose calculation ensures Pesach in spring yearly. Since the influence and flow for earthly events comes from higher realms, according to the calculation of Shmuel, the law regarding the year, which is our, or which is an earthly event, and within an earthly time frame, receiving its influence and energy from above, needs to be calculated as well according to Tkufas Shmuel.